Why, hello, all you blissful souls. Thank you for joining today's podcast. So in the last podcast, we talked about giving yourself grace, and I broke down the acronym of grace, which is one of my favorite words. And for the next few podcasts, we're going to go through a little bit more of a description on each letter of the acronym. So let's start with G on get real. So be honest with yourself. How often in a day, week, month, do you feel like you're failing at something or that you should get something done or whatever it might happen to be? We should drink more water. We should exercise more. We should eat better. We should hang out with our kids more. We should have a better routine. We should go to church. We should have date nights. We should, we should, we should, we should, we should all over ourselves. And we don't realize all the things we're actually accomplishing on a day-to-day basis. I mean, we've actually made the hashtag mom fail and we laugh about it like it's funny. And I'm not going to lie. Like, of course, I use it too. And I laugh, laugh about it and I chuckle about it too. But it's time to start celebrating some of the mom wins and realizing, you know, like as we get real, we focus on what's important and celebrate those wins as well. So if we look at our should list, like we should be doing all these things. I don't know where we decided that we need to be everything of all things. You know, like you look back in the day when um, women stayed home, like they took care of the home. And then we added in going to work. But that didn't mean the home didn't need to be taken care of. So there's just more added to the plate. And then it became a decision on whether or not you were going to stay home or work outside the home. And either way, tons of judgments fell on you, right? So if you're a working mom, then you don't care about your kids. If you stay home, you're submissive or whatever negative connotation comes along with that. So when we look at this list of shoulds, what I challenge you to do is pick a couple that actually fucking matter to you and put your energy into that. We cannot have our focus on everything. This is the number one thing that they tell us in business. Don't focus on selling more than one thing at a time or on more than one thing. So sell that one thing, get really good at it, and then add your next product, and then add your next product, and then add your next product. You don't go for the gold and try and sell absolutely everything at one time because quite simply, it doesn't work. The same thing is going to happen when you're getting real with yourself. Like what is actually important? Pick that one thing and focus on that until you conquer that and then build from there. You didn't just wake up one day with all of these things that you wanted to accomplish um, and all of them feeling like they fell by the wayside, like it was a slow process. So, so to think that you can just open your eyes one day and magically everything is perfect is kind of crazy. So pick something that's important. And what's also comes along with that is once you pick something that is important to you, your priorities may change as you develop strong habits in that area. Okay, so as a trainer, I have women who come to me all the time with big goals for their health. And very quickly, they share all the areas in their life that they're failing at. They feel like they're spread way too thin. They're stressed all the time. They're not sleeping well. Their sex life sucks. They're overweight. There's some sort of chronic issue. There's autoimmune diseases, thyroid issues, chronic pain are just a few. And joy is completely a foreign concept. And often they are hoping to just start working out and everything is going to magically fall into place. Well, while working out might help a few things, we have a bit more work to dive into. When I say get real, I mean it. What is the most important thing that needs some love poured into it? We can't fix everything in all 
all at one time, nor should we try. What is important to you might not be the same thing that's important to another person, and that is more than okay. Once you have an area of your life healed, we can move on to the next area, and then the next area, and then the next area after that. Healing is 100% a journey and it starts with a single step. So if you're someone who is sleeping like garbage and you don't drink any water, perhaps we start with making sure you get hydrated and set up a proper sleep routine so you can get adequate sleep. Because between being exhausted and dehydrated, how well can the other areas of your life be worked on when those things aren't even working themselves? So you know, drinking water is a habit. Getting into a proper sleep routine requires a habit. And once you are rested and start feeling good, everything else actually becomes easier. So maybe working out isn't the first thing you start with. Maybe the sleep routine is the first thing you start with. And then drinking more water. And then, okay, I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to stretch for 10 minutes before I do that. And then I'm going to add in... um dry brushing, and then I'm going to add in fascia blasting, and then I'm going to start working out, and then I'm going to go for walks, and then I'm going to start eating better. You know, we just add these things in and think instead of thinking that we need to do all of them at once. And the other part is when you focus on one thing, you can see great improvement in this area, and that builds your confidence to step into the next area. And then this process creates a domino effect, and each phase becomes easier because you're becoming stronger and stronger. But you have to get real with where you're starting and where you want to go so you can plan create a plan for you and your life. So in the book Mel Robbins wrote called Take Control of Your Life, she talks about how she spent years beating herself up for not having six-pack abs. Then she decided to really go for it. You know, I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat right. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And she started that. And then she got real with the fact that she actually doesn't want to work out like that. And she actually wants to have wine and some pizza with her girlfriends if she feels like it. I don't know if she really said wine or pizza or if that's just mine, because that's personally my thing. When, um, you know, she got real that six pack abs weren't actually a priority to her because she wasn't willing to put in the work. So to beat herself up for something that she wasn't willing to work for is absolutely ludicrous, right? And I think about this for years and years and years. Um, you know, I'm I'm naturally physically strong. I started um, doing manual physical labor when I was very, very young. So I just have muscle mass and I always have. And all of the years of working in the gym, it was constantly asked upon me, why don't I do a fitness show? Why don't I do a fitness show? Why do a fitness show. You should be a competitor. You should try this. And my answer was always no, because I have no desire to diet like that. I don't want to. I do not want to put in the work that it takes to be a fitness competitor. And I'm very thankful that I made that decision because now there are there's more science and data coming out of how it is altering women's hormones in those areas. And it was just something that never resonated with me because I'm like, no, I I like to have a drink if I feel like it. I I do eat pizza once a week. If I feel like eating a candy bar, I'm going to eat a candy bar. If you know my kid wants to go have ice cream, I'm going to enjoy that without guilt. So I'd rather carry my life of feeling that because I do so many things right, when I make a decision that my body has to work harder on to process, that it has all the tools it needs and it's able to do that. So being real with that, you know, it's like, oh, I want to lose 50 pounds, but I refuse to give up my soda. Or I want to lose 50 pounds, but I refuse to, um, 
eat properly or, you know, monitor my food. And that's the other thing. Like when people break this down, it's like, okay, if losing weight is truly, truly important to you, then we need to figure out what your body needs nutrient wise. We need to know what you're absorbing and what you're not absorbing. We need to understand how macronutrients work in your body. You know, some women do fantastic going on a low carb diet and focusing on keto. Some women do fantastic with a completely balanced diet. Some people do fantastic on paleo. Some people do fantastic drinking shakes. Some people, you know, and so it's like playing that game and figuring out what's going to work with you. But then also we need to get real with dealing with the emotions that come behind some of these things as well. And that is the piece is we think we can physically change something without bringing in the mind and body or mind and soul. And that simply can't happen. So when I say get real and pick one thing, it's because we're going to dive into that. We are going to go for it. We are going to figure out the root cause. We are going to figure out the emotional backing. We are going to figure out the soul trauma that might be sitting behind it that is affecting things. So it's not a, oh, my my weight goes up and down and it fluctuates and it goes back and forth and you know it's uh, I'm yo-yo dieter. No, that's not going to happen anymore. So you want to lose weight, but you sleep like crap. Okay, well we need to get your sleep maintained because your body cannot actually rejuvenate if you're not getting real sleep. So let's start there. Your joints hurt so bad that you can't even do a squat. How about we start with fascia blasting so we can get that blood moving and some light stretching and some yoga. So we can stretch out those muscles. Let's let's do that instead. Um, okay, we need to take a peek at your diet and what areas need to be addressed there. And then when it comes to weight, there are emotional baggage that follows behind that. So we are going to dive into some of your subconscious beliefs. And here's the thing, guys. Subconscious beliefs are very rarely logical. So finding them and then replacing them with things that are there to serve you can be a challenge because they don't seem logical. But that also comes because our subconscious is completely developed by the time we're seven. So if we don't work on reprogramming, everything that you absorb before you can even remember that you were absorbing is where your belief systems stem from, right? So that is the piece. Like you, We don't get to focus on a gazillion different tasks where it's like, okay, I need to eat better. I, I sleep like crap. I need to move my body more. I need to drink water. I need to, 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 I need to. We, we, just, we just dial in on one area, create healthy habits there, and then move on to the next area, bringing in the mind, body, and soul in each avenue of things. Um, the last piece, though, that comes along with getting real is understanding what's happening in your home. And if your home is not a place of peace, and if your home is not a place of solitude, and if your home is not a place that you rejuvenate, recharge, and feel safe, that's something that needs to be addressed. So we need to get real in that aspect too, and making sure that your home is supporting what your goals are. Um, With getting real too, we want to sit down and, you know, look at the big picture of what you want, and then just, just start with what is most important. So, it really, it seems like a long process because you want to do it all. But like I said, it's a domino effect. Once you, once you hit one and master one, then you master the next, then your confidence builds and you understand how this works and that you can just keep pulling in tools and keep pulling in ways to 
um, feel better and continue to improve and areas to heal and new areas to heal may come about or new revelations as you build this solid foundation that is the basis of your existence that has you centered and grounded and feeling whole and feeling focused and feeling um, confident and having you focused on what is important to you because everything can't be important to everybody. There's another book. um, I don't remember who wrote it, but The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. And he, in this book, talks about um, this poet who was like, oh, I need to stop drinking. I need to stop doing drugs. I need like, and he beat himself up because he was an addict, <laughs> but he ended up doing his best work. When, once he got real, he's like, here's, so he hid his addiction. But once he got real, he's like, you know what? I'm a drunk. I'm a drug addict. I like to get hammered and write these poems. And this is who I am. And this is what I do. And he got real. He didn't give a fuck about what anybody caught, thought about him. And then his career took off. So, I'm not supporting that and saying like, hey, go be an addict by any means at all. But being honest with who you are is going to be so vital in your success. And that is a matter of getting real. And so often people are so ashamed and there's so many wounds and so much guilt and so much, again, shame that exists in people's hearts that they don't even know who they are and that they're ashamed to be who they are. So lifelong, long-term success is very hard because they can't even get real with who they are as a person. So finding, finding those, finding that, you know, like cracking down the walls and looking into your heart and figuring out exactly who you are and what is important to you and what sets your soul on fire and what gives you passion and what people you enjoy being around and what activities you enjoy doing and, you know, being real and authentic and honest with that is also going to activate success. You know, um, being a people pleaser is very suffocating to a person, but they don't even realize that suffocation and the damage that happens. So those are the things that when I say it's a mind, body, soul, home journey, and we don't need to conquer everything at one time, we just look at the big picture. Okay, these are the areas of my life I want to improve. Okay, cool. Pick one that's the most important. Let's, Let's develop the best habits around that. Um, and honestly, if you're not sleeping or drinking water, that is going to be where anybody who starts with me would start because we need you sleeping and we need you hydrated and then introducing nutrients into your body, whether it be through supplementation or actually consuming food. Um, those are the, those are the vital things for your body to be healthy, you know, be healthy. And we have had this stereotype of spending hours in the gym for your body to be healthy. And that's, that's just quite frankly, not true. You know, like, you can have gentle, soft movements that don't beat your body to get your blood flowing to help you feel good. So more intense workouts can be something that you do. But throwing, uh, you know, you want to lose 100 pounds, and you go into a super strict diet and super extreme workouts and you're not dealing with any of the emotional garbage and you end up hurting your knee and now you're down and out for six months and you go back to your old eating habits and you now you have an additional 50 pounds put on top of the weight that you already lot lot or have that you want to lose now you're in a pretty ugly spot right so it's like okay well why don't we just develop <laughs> the tools needed for the body to be successful and healthy and strong 
and build the immune system and have it be hydrated and make sure you're sleeping and make sure you're moving. It doesn't mean working out, moving your body and doing those things that will be so vital. But if we think that we're going to do everything all at once, you're not real. You need to get real with what's important. You need to get real with what's truly in your heart and stay focused on that. Build those things, build each thing one by one. And, you know, a year from now, you're going to turn around and look at all your accomplishments and have ground to celebrate as you had slowly taken on one task at a time instead of trying to solve all world's problems in one day. So that is what we're talking about. Stop shooting on yourself because society is trying to tell you what should be important and choose to you what is important. And quite honestly, one of my favorite pieces is to just ask questions to help people get clarity so they can truly start living their best life. With that, I tune out. Thank you for joining me. And if you have any questions, as always, I would love to hear from you. Facebook, Instagram, um, you can email me off my website. There's so many options to get a hold of me. I would love to hear from you and feel free to leave a comment as well.